What's going on, everybody? Just want to let you know I'm way too sexy. Yeah. No, I'm way. I'm feeling way too sexy right now. I've been listening to that, listening to that Drake track, and um, Drake, Drake's the man. Uh, Future's the man. They definitely make me feel like a sexy dude when I listen to the song. Um, I totally feel like hot and sexy. A little bothered and hot because it's Drake. You know, Drake's the man. Um, but yeah, really stoked. Um, a good song. It's a good track. It doesn't get enough credit. That's the thing, man. Good tracks these days don't get enough. Get, get they get too much flack. They don't get enough credit. They don't get, they don't get the good stuff, you know. But, trying to make more room for my microphone. A little cluttered. Sometimes it gets a little bit cluttered, and that just happens. So, all right. So we want to talk about the buy and hold philosophy. Um, but first, before we do that, let's just pop into the intro. Let's All roll right, with it, man. Coming to you live, but how fast is he coming? It's a little bit disturbing how much this man comes. His name, in the corner, we have Michael Garza. He's the financial boy wonder. He's ready to teach you everything you need to know. And he's coming to you live, and he's coming out the gates right now. Can you handle it? Are you ready for it? Boys and girls, ladies and gents, it's time for Michael Garza. He's ready for you. Get that, get that jizz ready. Get that jizz ready. He's about to teach you finance, baby. All right, my fellow Americans, we're back. So the main thing I like to talk about, and I think that people need to realize, and we're talking about, when I say realize, I mean seriously realize, that buy and hold is probably the best. It's an ancient philosophy, don't get me wrong. It's um, definitely Warren Buffett's main go-to. Uh, and of course I consider Warren Buffett definitely one of my mentors. If anything, uh, I, I do consider him purely, uh, the greatest mentor of all time. If you want to learn anything about investing, just, t- just look at Warren Buffett quotes, look up, uh, interviews with Warren Buffett, look at his shareholder meetings. His shareholder meetings are publicly available on YouTube. Some of them are hours long. They're really long, but they're really educational because people ask really good questions and they give really good answers. So it's it, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger both combined are incredible, but they're definitely my buy and hold mentors. Um, you know, the one thing I like about um, Warren Buffett the most though is his buy and hold mentality. It's uh, probably the smartest way to play. And here's the thing is things appreciate over value and you don't know for how long. So look, there's always going to be an up and down sequence of events, right? There's always going to be the ups and downs of whatever asset you get into. Um, but, you know, if you buy and hold for a long period of time, you you will get a good return. You just have to take your time. You have to let it sit. Um, That's what I do with Shiba Inu coin. I bought a lot, and I mean a lot of Shiba, like when it was really down in the dumps, like really, really low in value, when everybody was doubting it. I was like, fuck, I'm in it. Because I, I knew it was going to cut. It was the same. It was the Dogecoin. I call it Dogecoin syndrome, where everybody thinks it's cute. They don't want to miss out on it. They think it's got potential when in all reality it doesn't. It's just a big pump and dump scheme. But hey, you know what? You just got to, I've been buying and holding sheep and it's been paying off. I haven't sold any of it either. I'm just buying and holding. Um, I do have some faith that it could multiply even to a penny for, for SHIB. I look at it like a Bitcoin scenario, right? With Bitcoin, it was like six cents per Bitcoin was how much each Bitcoin was worth back in the day. It was like way back when it was first inception. It's first inception <laughs> at the time of its first inception. 
I think it's like 2009 or 2010 or something, 2011 maybe, you know, but if you would have had like 18 Bitcoin, you'd be set, straight up set. You have no idea. And so what I thought about was, what if I just bought, what if I just racked up a bunch of Shiba Inu because it has the popularity, the popularity capability of Bitcoin, but it also, one thing I noticed about it is it is an Ethereum-based token. So buying and holding this could be great because Ethereum-based tokens, they do have the ability to, to, to burn the circulating coins within the blockchain, and which, which means anything you hold currently gets more valuable over time the moment they lessen the supply. So if the circulating supply continues to go down, whatever you hold goes up in value. So why not? And I think it's great. So that's one of the reasons why I continue to just kind of buy and hold. Now, if it dips again, like rapidly dips, I'm certainly going to be buying a lot of this shit. Um, I got to buy a lot of the ship, man. You got to. Um, but I, I do think that there is some long-term potential that people aren't really aware of. And I'm hoping people will. Um, and I think this honestly could grow faster than anybody anticipates, too. Never underestimate the power of the suggestions of the internet. Never underestimate any of this. Because if there's one thing I know, it's I just don't doubt any of it. You know, I know that if something's popular, sometimes you got to get in really early, or if you have a hinting that it's going to be popular, like people keep pumping it up. And also, there's no regulation on it. So when there's no regulation, you have a lot of wiggle room to get in and watch other people pump it up. So when people keep doing little advertisement, little YouTube videos saying Shiba Inu is going to go up to the moon and blah, 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 and all this shit, I just bought and hold. I bought and, hold, I bought and held really early, um, and I'm proud of it. I think it's a great idea, and I'm going to continue to buy and hold. So um, if there's one thing I want to do, though, it's... um. If there's one thing I want to do, it's, it's definitely continue to buy and hold great companies. You know, uh, that's the one thing I do the most. Um, it's really rare for me to hold a volatile asset, but when I, but honestly, if it's really, really popular and people are wanting to pump it up, I, I can't argue with it. So sometimes you just got to follow the herd a little bit. Um, but, you know, you don't want to be the bag hold. Like, if everybody starts talking about it, that's when you should quit, you know? Scary thing is when everybody starts talking about it, saying that you should, when everybody tells you to get it, that's when you shouldn't get it. Unless you're already in it. If you're already in it before everybody tells you to get into it, then you're good. So I get into things. I find great companies before anybody um, starts hyping them up again, right? Or I'll find great discount deals the same way Warren Buffett did. Um, you know, when great companies like Coca-Cola go down like 2% or 3% a day, I'm buying, I'm buying some shares cause I'm not missing out. And that's a great buying opportunity. You know, you got to just buy and hold for the long term. First off, the compound interest effect is real. Um, you know, your money does double over time and when it doubles, man, it, it's, it's, in, it's insane. So, so I, I don't know. I just, I just wish more people would double their money. Also, another thing I do is, um, I'm constantly getting um what's the worst or what's the term um I'm always getting something that pays a dividend though. I think the one thing that you got to do is you got to get something that pays a dividend. If you, if you're missing out on potential dividend payouts, you're really not doing it right because you want to make sure that if if times get bad, you want to make sure it's a company that's not only has a history of paying a dividend, but also has a decent dividend yield, but also has dividend growth over time and um 
just can be there for the long term, you know, one that's going to be there when the dust settles. I think during a depression, during a recession, companies like Walmart will definitely be able to continue to do what they do, you know, barring any crazy economic problems. You know, there might be some supply shortages, shortages here pretty soon, so things are getting a little bit rough. Um, I think our economy is definitely teetering on the edge, and nobody's talking about it, and uh, I wish more people would, quite frankly. Um, I tore from my glass. Well, well, not my glass, but my uh, <clears throat> cup. Anyway. See my laptop lit on the thing. Anyway. So, I guess when it all, what it all really boils down to is um, buying and holding for the long term is the best thing you could do. Honestly, try to make as much money as you can without making money from your investments. Just try to keep pouring money into your investments because at the end of the day, you just want to rack up a ton of money to put into assets that'll pay you over the long term, you know. That's why I love living off dividends when I can. Like, the thing is, you want to make it to where if you were homeless... You could live out of your car and just get dividend payments while maybe collecting unemployment or something, right? That's always kind of the goal. So, um, people are underestimating the fact that things can turn sour here in any time, at any time, right? And I think that um, people underestimating this bad thing that could happen—it's a little frustrating. So, okay. Message my lady real quick. Water water filter broke. Yeah, message her real quick. Let her know. Okay, you get a new one. Amazon. So it's cool. Um, but look, um, it's a tough one. You know, wherever all this goes, um, with the buy and hold strategy, it's a t- it's a tough one. It's tough. To just hold, I get it. I used to have tr- I used to have a lot of troubles buying and holding. Now look, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, I do have some accounts that I dedicate to nothing more than active back and forth trading. No joke. So Robinhood's pretty much that type of account for me. Now all my other brokerages are pretty much buy and hold straight up. <laughs> it's like buy hold, buy hold, take the dividends, do what you want with the dividends, uh, put them into something different, or just use the dividends to keep the cash on the side so you could buy more when it goes down, stuff like that. Um, the whole point of investing the way that I invest is uh, it's an intelligent way to invest and and maybe some people may not agree with it maybe some people will think it's too slow it's it's an old philosophy the thing is I I think the one thing I don't like about my age group and I'm going to say this right now people don't like old ideas that are good because it's not because they're good it's because they're old people don't (laughs) Uh, my my generation make is a, is a, is a constant contradiction um because they can't take old advice because they they say that we live in a new age and it means the old advice doesn't work no old advice works if it's good advice if it's actually solid sound advice buying and holding in the market still holds true um especially when things get volatile you know if things go down you want to buy more and more and more and more and just keep on holding and collecting those dividend payouts it's that simple um a lot of people argue it's a stupid philosophy, it's too slow, and they're probably right. That's why I have another brokerage account where I'm constantly actively trading. Look, I look at money totally differently than everybody else. I use money 
to make more money. And most people use money to buy new shoes. You know, don't get me wrong, I buy things. But, uh, not a lot. Um, you know, I like charity. I like donating to charity. I like, you know, helping my family and friends get things they need. You know, things like that. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of the way I look at things lately is, um, Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Buy and hold, though, is really the best philosophy, and I, I hope you all implement it the way you should, and it, it would be a good idea just to continue to implement the buy and hold strategy the way you, the way it was meant to be, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's a solid philosophy. Sorry, I'm sweating a little bit. It's a little hot in here. I had uh, kind of heating up the place just because I think this place, when I moved in, it had a bit of a mold problem, and I'm trying to make sure it doesn't. So I superheated the house a little bit, just a little bit with the heaters, but um, good idea, but I'm trying to <laughs> a little sweat. Got lots of water in me, though. I hope this has been educational for you guys. As always, I'm trying to uh, give you guys the best opportunity to learn and succeed. And uh, We have so many bad examples out there in this world that I want to be a, a good example of what you should do with your money. Straight up. Because there's plenty of ways to play this market, and you don't have to lose. You can always find a way to win. So, I hope... Oh, sorry about that. I hope I can be some sort of beacon of light and help you guys win. Um, but really, in summary, even if it's an S&P 500 index, buy and hold the shit out of an S&P 500 index, man. And then if it goes down, buy more of it because the VOO, the SPY, you're going to be able to rack those up and continue to take home the dividends. And well, you could even get a real estate investment trust. Uh, what do you call it? There's the Vanguard uh, REIT fund where it's nothing but real estate investment trusts all combined into one. And it allows you to get exposure to as many as you can. So that's another way to get money. Um, there's just tons of ways to do it. And and the reason I'm telling you guys this is because you guys got to buy and hold and diversify. Over time, it works. You know, you do get those gains. They may not be the rapid gains. It's not a get rich, get, get rich quick. And the, and the reason you should believe me is because I'm not trying to fuck you. I'm not trying to fuck you over. I'm not trying to sell you a course. I'm trying, I want to just see you guys win. Like I legitimately like seeing people win. So if if it if it's something that gives you an opportunity to succeed, I, I just want to give you that I want to give you the time and the ability to do so. And I'm hoping um sorry, adjusting my volume on this thing. Ah, sorry about the desktop audio. But anyway, um the point is there are so many ways for you guys to win. All right, and buy and hold is the best way, in my opinion. Now, you could be an active trader. That's fine. If you have the acumen, if you have the, the time and the day, I say go for it. You know, Being a day trader is not the worst thing in the world. Uh, it's not suggested, though, if that's your only source of income. You know, Try to make sure you have multiple sources of income if you're doing anything like that. Um, I'm a big proponent of just buying and holding dividends. I will say this, though. If the Shiba Inu coin ends up going to a penny, I will definitely cash out at some point. Um, at least half, just in case it continues to go up, but half would allow me to have like $200,000 uh, 
Um, and I would definitely put, <laughs> I would definitely put all that into a, uh, pretty much dividends. I'd probably split it. I'd probably do a hundred thousand dollars into dividend stocks and then just keep a hundred thousand dollars in straight up cash sitting into my brokerage accounts. So I could buy on dips and stuff and that shit. Oh, anyway, sorry. I'm going a little haywire, but I am a firm believer in buying dividends. Um, dividend stocks, ones that'll be around for a while, companies that aren't going anywhere. Um, you know, sometimes it is a good idea to bet against the economy, though. It's not the worst idea. In fact, it might be uh, it might be the best thing you can do at this point. So I, I've been playing it safe. I've been betting against the economy, buying um, kind of an insurance policy for me at this point if, if things go south. Um, i just been kind of stacking up on uh, the UVXY as it continues to dip, and I've got tons of put contracts, though, on the UVXY, so those keep gaining as it, as the UVXY drops. But it's really there for protection, just in case. <laughs> just in case the market crashes, because it could. There could be a massive crash that we don't expect, and we gotta, we gotta be prepared for it, man. We gotta be super prepared. I think if we're not, we're really fucking ourselves. And the UVXY, if it goes up like crazy, I'm like, uh... <laughs> you have no idea how happy I would be if the UVXY like, jumped up to like a thousand bucks or something. I'd be like, I'd be sweating. I'd be like, is this for real? <laughs> but no, I um, just want to thank you guys for being so patient with me and being a loyal audience. And even if you're disloyal, I don't care. It's just, I hope that you, this is, honestly, hopefully this is the last video you have to watch. Maybe this video inspired you to start buying and holding. And that's kind of the goal. I kind of eventually hope you stop watching my videos and start becoming the greatest investor you can. It's really the goal at the end of the day. So. I'm it, it's it, it's sincerely my hope because I like I like watching people win and I think you can win I believe it sincerely so anyway um I want to thank you guys once again uh, do me a favor stay safe stay healthy also most importantly stay sexy just have an incredible rest of the day all right have fun everybody